everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brilliantly Uninformed slash the NFL show, the unnamed NFL show so far. <laughs> We're only in week two, so we got time. But uh, we got no Mike this week. He's off being a good husband or something like that. And I am joined instead by Bryce. Bryce, tell me how you say your last name. Sorry, I didn't ask you before. Yeah, no, it's it's Spenson. So this Spenson. sounds okay. exactly what it looks like, but... Okay kind of a weird one yeah i didn't want to i didn't want to botch it i botch too many other names on all the other podcasts we do so i'm trying to do a better <laughs> job of just asking first instead of just throwing a random name out there oh, no problem at all um so we are doing all nfl today um you answered the bat signal we had a lot of dropouts i appreciate you coming on um but we're basically just going to go over do like a little quick week one overreaction pod for a little bit and then do a preview of week two um so since you're the the guest today i'll let you throw one out first if you want what game yeah. from week one you did you want to talk about first yeah so i kind of this is less so a single game but an overarching um observation that i had i feel i feel like the top two picks in the draft are not in good football situations which is a duh mm -hmm. we should all have thought about that we should have all have realized that's what's coming but at the end of the day we get excited about these players and their abilities and we forget that the teams around them just aren't there yet and so after watching trevor lawrence and zach wilson play i actually thought they both played well but i think the teams around them were just so were just so bad that they just did not have a chance to be, really succeed and so a big takeaway is to remember to always temper those rookie expectations especially those high picks cuz chances are their team is not good enough for them to succeed oh definitely uh, i think you and i we had talked about it before in the groups about how we love zach wilson we think he's going to be awesome um but yeah i think we both understood that this year necessarily may not have been the year to i mean i i did mistakenly in the fantasy football podcast we did a few weeks ago i was i was all on the zach wilson train like yeah pick him for rookie of the year they've got a great left tackle they've got a few good receivers uh and now he doesn't have that great left tackle and his receivers look just okay um yep and that left tackle didn't look good in that game either. No, which is, which is just as concerning, right? And so, right. The big, the big thing is you, when you're when you're looking at those games, it just really wasn't, it wasn't ideal by any means. And it's, and I also think that like comparison is the thief of joy, right? So if you're a Jaguars fan or a Jets fan, don't be comparing your player to three three snaps from Justin Fields that where he looked really good. Or don't yep. be don't be comparing yourself to Mac Jones, who has a playoff caliber team around him, because the yep. fact of the matter is, it's just that they are different situations. And so that was my big first observation that we should all do, but I think we always have to remind ourselves week one. Absolutely. I mean, we've gotten spoiled over the years. There's been a couple of good guys that came straight out of you know they started right away. Like Burrow last year was really good until until his knee snapped in half. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. And Herbert I mean, and was then, awesome. Yeah, Herbert. Yeah, I mean, those both of them I thought were incredible last year. And even and even though Tua was very up and down, um, mm -hmm. had a hard time. He still had a you know he still performed to a certain level, and it, he looks like he's going to do good this year too. So I think that's an important thing too is that we're getting a lot of really good quarterbacks coming into the league, and I think that the 
floor of being an average quarterback is a lot is easier than ever to reach as well. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, we got spoiled for years by that that class, you know, I don't even know if you call it class. It was like a few years of like Big Ben and Phil Rivers and Brady and Manning and all we had we had such a a um what do you call it? A um okay, well, we just had a lot of quarterbacks. I can't think of the phrase right now. <laughs> We had a lot of amazing quarterbacks. We had just, I think, more than we've ever had in history. And so I think mm-hmm. we kind of look at that. And we're so used to having so many good quarterbacks. You see these guys. And in college, the college game has really, I think it's changed a lot. And you see a couple of these guys, like, you know, Tua in college was amazing. Lawrence in college was amazing. But they're also, I think the parity in college football is a lot less than it used to be. Yep. So these these guys are just going in and just kicking the crap out of everybody else, and then when they come to the NFL, they're playing against the guys that were on their teams. You know that that made them look so good. Um, yeah, especially when you're talking about those Alabama quarterbacks. I mean, when you really look at their skill position players, they're those guys are coming to the NFL and just looking like number one receivers on their teams to start yeah. the season. And it's it's incredible stuff. Yeah, I, I expect a lot of good things from Jalen Waddle this year. He, I think he had a big week one, right? I, I barely paid yeah, attention no. to the offense game. Uh, I couldn't tell you the exact stats, but I do think he had he had a really solid one. Um, he looked, I mean, he made Tua look good. Tua looked a lot more comfortable than he usually does, than he at least he did last season. And that's, I think that's the expectation. You should, if you're a relatively good quarterback, year one to year two should be your biggest jump, unless yeah. you're just a savant like <laughs> Justin Herbert that came coming out of. None of us expecting him just to come in and look as good as he did. And even yeah. then, I think he's going to make a huge jump. So it's really it's, – it's exciting. This is an exciting time to be an NFL fan with these young quarterbacks because we're seeing all the older quarterbacks coming out, and we're hopefully we're about to see the next generation of those. Rivers, um, Eli, um, Roethlisberger, that next type of generation these coming years because right now you got – I feel I feel like those quarterbacks were so dominant for so long, mm-hmm. those the Brady's, the Mannings, those those ones, and and the Rogers, and they're finally all getting towards the tail end of their careers, and there's and there is we're kind of missing those incredible quarterbacks outside of Mahomes. We don't. It's like it's a, Mahomes is this clear number one, and after that, it's a very much a um, it's a it's a it's a movable list right there. And so we have this really exciting time where this, where the pecking order is going to be developed over the next five years, and we can see it going in so many different ways. Yeah, I agree. Uh, it'll be fun to see what these quarterbacks do. I think I don't know, the offenses that I think for a while took such a leap, and I think defenses are starting to catch up again. That's what it seems like to me, anyway. You see, I know there was a lot of high-scoring games, but it seems like defenses are doing a lot better than they were for those those Manning years where they adjusted, you know, where mm-hmm. they're like, okay, can't, can't hit this, can't hit that, you know, it made it almost impossible for a defensive player to stop the pass. They seem to be doing a little bit better. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. But another game I wanted to talk about, you kind of mentioned it in what you were saying was it was about Lawrence, but I, I, I sat down on Sunday morning, ready for, ready for pain. I was ready to watch the Texans just get <laughs> lit up. And then Ty God Taylor came out there and just torched the Jags. I could not believe it. We had him, Cooks, actually looking like a professional wide receiver again. Mark Ingram going out there and running everywhere. Our defense 
I was that was the happiest as I that was the thing I was happiest about was our defense coming out there looking scrappy, playing hard. We had as many interceptions in week one this year as we did the entire last season. And our turnovers are not like we've already almost reached our turnover um, from last year. So I'm excited. I know it was the Jags. I know they're not they're not great. But we <laughs> I fully expected to win zero games this year, one at the most. So even if we get our one win and I get to start off week one happy, then so be it. <laughs> I, no, I set, no, absolutely. I set my expectations so low that even my wife was sitting next to me watching it, and she was like, why are you so excited? They, they're, The team you're playing is awful. I, was like, I don't care. I expected to lose every game. This, this is incredible. Watching us actually look like a competent team again was so much fun. Oh, for sure. And that, and I honestly, when I saw that result, I thought about, I honestly was thinking about you the whole time. It made me laugh. Cause <laughs> knowing that you're, knowing you're a Texans fan, knowing what we were expecting for this season, uh, which again, wasn't much, as you said, uh, yeah. and seeing them come out and be competent, play against a team that, you know, looks like they're of similar caliber and they can, and they can win. And when you look at that division, I mean, maybe the Texans have a season that we can, that they can be proud of a lot more proud of than we thought. Yeah, I mean, one <laughs> we get if we get four wins this year, we're all going to be excited. Oh, um, I think four wins is a huge. I, I think again, it's just getting that competence right. I, yeah. In football, we see over and over and over again that bottoming out is not actually the best, the best way to build a team. And so those four wins that could, that's a level of competency competency that none of us expected. And I think that's I think that again, if we can get to even I mean even three wins in my mind is a lot more than I expected for the Texans. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> that's true. I mean, we got a we got a questionable game this week. I'm not ready to talk about it yet, but once we get there, I'm I'm going to talk about it. But okay, yeah. It it was it's a lot of fun that we kind of got that. Because the off season was so rough, we just didn't know what to expect. We had to deal with the fallout from what O'Brien has done to us and Jack Easterby and all that. So just the just to see good football being played was I I couldn't describe it. my wife. I was in the in the bedroom. That's how unexcited I was. I wasn't going to go out in public and watch the game. I sat in my bed and watched the game. And I was jumping up and down next to the bed. I was like, babe, do you see this? This is amazing. Tyrod's throwing like 60-yard bombs down the field. Oh, it was fun. Oh, I'm glad you enjoyed it. And then, honestly, great way to start your season. And, Absolutely. And so, pumped for you who, there. And you, 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 oh, sorry, what was that? Oh, no, I was just going to ask who your, who your team was. Uh, see, so I've kind of adopted the Jets this year. Uh, for the for those that don't know me, um, I'm a huge I'm a BYU graduate, so I've always been a huge BYU fan. And so Zach Wilson, I have a lot of uh, uh, I I very much enjoyed our season last year and want him just to do great. Um, but as far as teams go, Titans are probably my next one that I'll root for. Um, oh no, which I know which I know you won't like. I grew up in Nashville, um, and they didn't look so good either. So <laughs> no. I think. No. I, uh, I think that's a good sign for your Texans that we you might have a <laughs> you might be able to steal one from this Titans team. Well, uh, unfortunately, yeah, we might get too many wins to where we don't even get a good pick again. <laughs> now that we finally have our pick, but yeah, we I mean we could talk about that game if you want to. Now the that was yeah. it was odd. Yeah, then I think that's the I think that's the exact thing that we should take away from it. Right, is that this Titans team 
new offense, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. They're a new team. They didn't look good, but it was week one. We've had a weird preseason. I think a lot of teams are more likely to be using these um, early games as tune-ups rather than competitive games. Mm -hmm. Um, Not that I think that's a great strategy, but I think that it's just, I think that's a reality of what people are doing right now. And I'm not going to overreact to it, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, it was incredibly concerning, and it's something that um, doesn't bode well for the Titans. Yeah, I mean, we knew before the season started that the defense hadn't improved that much. Really, didn't make any um, adjustments in the off season to it. Yeah, but keep in mind that I I really like the Cardinals coming into this season. So I, I knew I thought Kyler was going to have a real bounce back year. Their offense is ridiculous. I know they've still got Cliff as their coach, but I really I liked what they did on defense. The the ghost of JJ Watt decided to come back to life and start playing well again. <laughs> now that he doesn't play for us anymore, um, yeah. Between him and Chandler Jones, I, that's a scary you know outside rush coming at you. I don't know who. I don't know how you double team that. Somebody's always going to be left single handed, and so. And for that, sure, I think, I that, I think we underestimated what those two players are. Yes, and then Derrick Henry did not not running Derrick Henry or not getting him as involved as you should have early on. Really, I think, kind of hurt. We, I think, the way to beat the Cardinals is to slow them down because they want to pay that play that quick, high pace offense. And if you kind of slow him down, Derrick Henry should have been able to take them, take Kyler out of that game. So I don't know. It, it's it's weird, but it is just week one. Exactly. And I think you're right with that as well. I think that um, they should remember the strength of that offense is establishing the run and everything builds off of that. Mm-hmm. And so when they like even running, even if they were able to run the ball relatively efficiently to start the game, that would have slowed down the pass rush as well, which is really what I think what really killed that them in that game was yeah. just Jones. Jo- you know, Jones just wrecker of worlds, whatever he was. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> he, he had a Thanos moment, right? Yeah. Uh, so that was something that you just can't that you can't prepare for, or well, like, hopefully you can prepare for. I don't know; it's their jobs, but yeah, <laughs> it's right. hard to overcome. It's hard to overcome it. And so, no, I, I don't have any crazy observations with that. But one thing I wanted to touch on was you mentioned that de- um, how defenses are catching up to offenses. I, the Cardinals are a great example of that. And also wanted to touch on the Steelers. I feel like that defense looked amazing. Yeah, it really did. I was not expecting that. Um, yeah, I mean, especially against the Bills. Because we, uh, last week, we, re- we both picked the, me and Mike both picked the Bills to win the division pretty easily. Um, but yeah, the the Steelers' defense containing Josh Allen like that—I've got his stats right here in front of me. He threw fifty-one times. It, it, he was thirty for fifty-one for two seventy. Like that's—he can't be throwing fifty times in a game against the Steelers. He, they should be able to handle them pretty easily. For sure. And if you really think about it, if you if you threw the ball fifty times and were under three hundred yards passing, you had a bad day. You had a really yeah. Bad day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you were contained. You're not throwing the ball downfield. You're not <laughs> like yeah, especially especially for him, who's the, like he's known for his big arm, and he's throwing fifty times, and he's only getting he's getting under three hundred yards. That's crazy. Yeah, and so I expect a bounce back from the Bills. I'm not again. I think that the Steelers' defense is elite, and that there is. 
I don't think that there's a lot of teams that can replicate it. And the Steelers' problem is that their offense is atrocious. Um, yeah. I think the Bills are going to bounce back. I don't think that this is a replicable game plan for most teams. Maybe they can create things that are, um, you know, that are able to at least uh, slow them down a little bit more than they saw last season. But I think the Bills are going to bounce back. I don't think that we should read too much into this because. But with that being said, I mean the defenses are catching up, and it's 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 really fun to watch. I agree. I miss defensive football. I'm such an old man about that. I, I hate <laughs> see. I like you know I like like the Pat Mahomes. Those things are fun, but I do love I love a good defense. I miss those days. Um, yeah. Another game. Well, now this this may be an overreaction one. We but we need to talk about it. It's been going on. Memes have been posted. Jokes have been made all week about this game in our group. Uh, the Packers losing 38-3 to to the Saints. <laughs> and famous Jameis throwing five touchdowns <laughs> against them. That is, it, it was nuts. I couldn't believe what was happening when I was watching it. I, I wasn't even watching it live. I had to go run and do something. And I came back and pulled up Facebook and everybody was making jokes. I think Steve put something saying, don't talk, nobody talk to me right now. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I looked it up and I said, what is going on? Oh. Oh, the Packers look terrible. <laughs> um, did you watch this game? You know, um, so I got—I was actually stuck at church, so I was a little late, and I saw the score, and I said, you know what, I'm going to make dinner. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. and, I, and I think, again, that this is week one. It's a 17-game season, so even that first week it has some less um, – we talk about it not being the biggest, not to overreact to it. Um, at the beginning of the week, but even with one more game this season, it means that much less. With that being said, I will. It would be so much fun if the Green Bay Packers are just a dumpster fire this year. Like <laughs> yeah. I would enjoy every second of it. So I am like, if they implode, I think this is just good for the league. I think that it'll be really fun. I think it'll be an incredible story to watch. I guess what I would what I would say is though that. The st- watching Aaron Rodgers implode and the, and the, I mean, I guess probably the only right word that would be the hellfire that he rains down on everyone around him would be incredible. Yeah. And so um, even though it's probably less fun for the league if the Green Bay Packers aren't the team that we all think they can be, it would also be incredibly enjoyable for the same way just to watch can you imagine? Show. Can you imagine our group going through the season like this? I th- I think it's only right for the amount that they talked after the Bucks win. I think they deserve a little little piece of humble pie. I think the oh. pack they, the Packers don't need to win too. No, and that's the thing, right? You got they just had uh, one of the best one of the best lucky seasons you could ever have in the NBA playoffs. You don't need to get both of them. Uh, it would be fun to see, it would be fun to get some love this season. It'd be fun. To, <laughs> it'd yeah, be he fun got for, in there. <laughs> I know. I and honestly, like it might be good long term for the for this uh, Green Bay team. And so the amount of jokes that we can make with those around us, and just I mean, I think Rogers is uniquely like just like Jay Cutler. I think he's one of the one of the best quarterbacks for reality TV, and I just want to see what he has he has to give us. Yeah, I I mean. He definitely just needs to go on Jeopardy already. Just <laughs> it's about that time. He's oh, he looks awful. Dude, all the pictures of him, he looks like I don't know how he aged like forty years over the off season, but he looks he looks terrible. Uh, yeah, I, I I I mean, he's definitely not on that TB twelve diet, right? 
No, no, no. <laughs> no. He's hanging out with those hippies too much. It's making him go gray. He's yeah, he doesn't look good. No, not at all. So uh, I mean, we can overreact. I think they're going to be fine, but I mean, it wasn't it, it wasn't good. No, no, it sure wasn't. Um, I know there was one other game. There was a couple other games actually. Um, did we talk about Jets Panthers yet, or do we just kind of? Uh, we just kind of went over it. I think we. I think that's a totally good place to talk. Is um. The Panthers' defensive line looks really good. They yeah. look like a really they look like the type of unit that could ruin game plans for the other team. On the other hand, I don't think I was very impressed with their offense outside of Christian McCaffrey. No, um, I mean that's kind of the story with them, though, right? Yeah. So if it's enough, that's a, it'll be interesting to see if this new newly created defense that Matt Rule has put so much effort into is actually going to be um, is some is, is going to be something that can uh make a difference and they're in a hard division with the saints and with the bucks that with the uh, buccaneers uh that i think it's gonna be it's gonna be tough slogging for them but i bet you that they're gonna have a pretty solid season i would guess that they're around i mean i guess 500 isn't a thing anymore but you know nine and nine and eight eight and nine i think that's about what they are as a team this year I think Sam Donald would love for a near 500 season. <laughs> I think I <laughs> I gave up on him two years ago. I thought he was just – I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback in the NFL anymore. I mean, he looked no, great. I... But that, that Jets defense also is not not that good. I'll just put it, it – No, it's just, bad. Just to put it plainly. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a bad defense when you look at them. Um, their best players are injured. Um, Carl mm-hmm. Lawson, who was by all by all accounts was looking like a really good player, is he's out for the season. And the secondary is their rookies, and then the, there's a few. The safeties are okay. like the safeties have some experience. They might be pretty good, but it's it's at best it's the bones of a defense they're trying to create. And and so it, I, it's hard to read anything into it. I want to see them against the Saints or the Buccaneers before we make any uh, make any real decisions there because I do think their defensive line can mess with any team, though. Yeah. Um, one thing I've been wanting to talk about, I've, I've thought about it quite a few times, is, you know, we both we both follow the NBA. We both follow the NFL. I think you, you follow baseball, too, I'm assuming. Um, a little bit. I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but yes. Oh, okay. But, I mean, we're all familiar with rebuilding, which yeah. in mm-hmm. basketball and baseball, you just lose as much as you can, get a couple of good picks, and you're kind of off to the races most of the time. Um, in football, I don't I don't know if it's possible to do – like what the Jets are doing right now, where they're just kind of stripping everything away, or even the Dolphins or the, the um, Jags have been doing, where just kind of stripping away pieces to get a bunch of picks – do you think it's possible to rebuild in the same fashion that they do in the NBA as you do in the, in the MLB at, you know, in the NFL? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so that's a great question. I would say that I think it's possible, but I do think it's harder. I think when you, I think the difference is just how many moving parts you see in an NFL team as mm-hmm. compared to a basketball team or a baseball team. Um, and so you know what? May, the difference between an incredible team and a bad team is not players one through five on your roster, right? Your best five players. Right. It's really that twenty-five to thirty that's like 
really going to determine how good of a team you are for the most part. Um, and so yeah. you're not going to be getting those players in the first round, uh, for the vast majority of them. You're you're going to be getting them second, third round, free agency. There's so many more ways to create a team, and to cre- and the culture becomes so much more important, and development becomes more important than you see in other leagues. Um, and so for me, so for me, I think it's I think it's a it's a viable strategy with the right pieces in your front office and in your coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it, I don't think it's so we saw that we saw the Browns and how bad it was for so many years. But once they got the right people in that building, it really looked like it, they got all the right pieces and this team looks really good. Yeah, I think a coach is a way bigger deal in the NFL because look at what the Browns did with Stefanski as opposed to mm-hmm. Freddie Kitchens. To your point, oh, yeah. I think that was a night and day difference. Just having a competent coach in there. Um. I don't know what coaches right now. I mean, other than Nagy, I think Nagy is needs to be the first one, first coach fired. He's terrible. <laughs> I don't know what Chicago's it. doing. I don't know what Chicago's doing. Why? Why put Andy Dalton out there? I don't understand that. I mean, we could transition to that game a little bit. Um, they looked just helpless against the the Rams, who I don't even think are that good. Oh really? So I guess yeah. that's so I my I guess my response immediate response is you don't so you don't think the Rams are going to be good? Why is that? I don't trust Stafford. I think at this point mm-hmm. in his career, he's shown us everything he can show us, and I think he's he's not getting better. He's only going to be getting worse from here on out. I don't know if I trust their offensive line. I mean, that's what I'm saying about the Bears. The Bears have their defense is bad. Of all the things the Bears to have, a bad defense should not be one of them. Um, I don't. I didn't think they put a lot of pressure on Stafford. Even though, like I said, I don't. I don't trust their line. They lost. They lost Whitworth right last year. Yeah, uh, over the yes. offseason. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's back. No. I, so, yeah, and they don't have any running game. I think it's going to catch up to them. Their defense is great. They've still got Ramsey and Don, uh, Donald, but I don't. I don't trust the Rams at this point yet. I haven't seen enough from them yet. To be able to trust them, for sure, and I think I think that's a very I think that's a really fair point. I think it's re- they're they're the most interesting team because they have completely entirely bought into I want to say the M- the NBA style when we were just getting back to that conversation. They yeah. believe in elite talent, and if they're all healthy, that we we can win a championship. That's the way that they're playing, yeah. and it's really it'll be really interesting to see if that's something that you can even count on. I personally don't think it is, like you said. I, I think that they're a very good team. I think that they have some really good chances. But Donald Donald gets injured, mm-hmm. or Ramsey gets injured, or um, I mean, or of course the quarterback's always like that. But if they get if some of these really elite players, elite talents get injured, I don't think that they're, um, I don't think that they're going to be able to uh, have the type of season they want, especially in the division they're in. So I, I definitely, I definitely agree with you that they're incredibly unreliable. Yeah, that division you just said—that's the one I picked. That was that was the hardest division for me to pick when we did previews. Um, but yeah, the injuries because they, we already know that Cooper Cup is made of glass. Um, yeah, I don't quite trust Robert Woods to be a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, Van Jefferson, I uh, yeah, he's good. I guess yeah, he's fine. I think Van's really good. So ran, random, uh, he went to my high school. 
Oh, really? And so, yeah. So I actually, uh, I've, I've known him for, well, I, I, he was the year behind me in school. So I actually know him pretty well. And so um, really, I mean, honestly, really good player comes from an NFL dad. Um, that was a, co- that was a, he was an NFL player and a coach and oh. he's, I think he's an awesome breakout candidate as well. So, uh, so, but yeah, I, I definitely agree with you that Cooper Cup could be gone. I think Cooper Cup's the most important part of that offense outside of Stafford, and he yeah. could be, and he could be injured like tomorrow, and it wouldn't. It would, none of us would be surprised. I feel like so that th- my thing with them is that I never like, it, it, yeah, I like Stafford in Detroit, but I never thought he was that amazing. Um. What is happening? Sorry here. Um, I didn't think he was that great, and now he's just old and just. I think he's just taking too many bumps at this point. Um, I don't think he's that much an improvement over Goff. I know Goff was was pretty bad, but the disparity between the two, I don't think, is enough to catapult them to Super Bowl contenders like everybody keeps talking about. Yeah, I think I think that's the interesting conversation because I definitely think I think it's more of a coin flip than you do. Mm-hmm. Um, just I think I think in all reality that he is a borderline top ten quarterback, and I think he has been his whole career. Yeah. Um, but as you said, he's older now. Is it going to continue? Is he going to keep up? Is is his body going to remain elite? Because we've seen with these quarterbacks, the drop just comes really fast and out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, and so is he going to be able to do those things is a really is a really good question. And so I think that this season is really their season. And so if it doesn't yeah, if it doesn't we'll work find out, out season, I mean I, I think, think that first good, as you said. Well yeah, they've got so much money tied up in their current roster, I think. <laughs> it's, yeah. it, it's, it's make it or break it at this point. You've got a a 30 plus year old quarterback, time to time to win it or don't. It's the Saints 2.0 and I, the Saints of some from what from everything we've seen, right, the Saints might have made it through without any. Without I, yeah, I don't through. know how. I love <laughs> I've loved Jameis since college, but how the hell did they just they just skipped right on through their rebuild back to being a competent team? They still, I mean, they still don't have any cap space. They don't have their top receiver, which I don't know what they're going to do about that situation. <laughs> that's that's odd, but um, well, they need to trade them. Yeah, I mean the. Yeah, I guess so, but I don't know if it's like a Watson situation where everybody's going to be kind of scared off from him because they don't know what they don't know if he's going to even be able to play if he wants to play that kind of thing. Um, I wouldn't trade for him if I was a team. If I was content, I wouldn't give up anything significant for him. Yeah, you're not getting market value for him, so the Saints can't trade him. But right, you know exactly the it's the same conundrum the Texans are in right now. Yeah. His stuff is a little less concerning than, yeah. than what Deshaun Watson's got going on, but you know, yeah, no, I probably shouldn't be laughing as I say that, but yes, uh, much no, less no, concerning. you got to laugh to cover the pain. It's fine. yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so um, we're about halfway through. Are you ready? We want to switch to this coming week? We got. I mean, it's all going to be happening tomorrow, so we've got pretty good ideas of what the teams are going to look like and. Yeah, that. no, that sounds great. I think let's jump into it. I guess would you want to would you want to start with uh, thir- with uh, Thursday night football? Any comments on that? Because I thought that was an incredible game. I could not watch it because I couldn't find what channel it was on. I watched last week's uh, Thursday night football the the opener. 
I don't remember where I watched it. I'm a, I think I'm a cord cutter. I think you can it on Yahoo.com right now. So. Oh, you can watch it for free on there? I believe so. That's what. Oh. Um, so that might be something to try. Yeah, I'll try um, that. I don't go out of my way to watch Thursday night football <laughs> typically, so well, they're usually not good games, so I, no no reason not to. But yeah, I really I really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, they look they looked good, and Washington. It was just, yeah, I liked Washington. Not that they're like I mean, again, this is the we're talking the NFC East, right? There, yeah, it's not gonna uh, whoever wins that's not gonna be the prettiest girl at the dance. No, certainly not. <laughs> so it looks I like think, it's going to be Heineke at quarterback for them from now on. Ah, yeah, and he looked and he looked good as long as he can't get he doesn't get injured. Did did he look good? I didn't like I said I didn't watch it so I didn't see. Did he look pretty competent out there? Yeah, he had a he had a bad interception, but outside of that, he looked really good. He was very accurate. He was decisive. Um, he was pushed the ball downfield pretty accurately. So. All in all, he looked really he looked really fun. The Giants are a dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's think, what I've been hearing. <laughs> uh, they're just it, it's they have all the pieces, and that team just does not know how to coalesce. Like I mean, uh, when I say all the pieces, they still have Daniel Jones at quarterback, so they don't have all the pieces. But they have a lot of good individual players that or people you would think would be good, and they just have not figured out how to make that work. And so. Again, it wasn't like it wasn't a marquee matchup, but it was a really entertaining game. What cracks me up is I was uh, as you're describing that talking about Daniel Jones. I'm looking at the so if you just look at the box score, this is the thing with him that's got to be so irritating for Giants fans is if you look at the box score, he looks really good. Like uh, he looks, I wouldn't say like he's not going to be an All Pro or anything, but he should not lose you the game. But then when you watch the game. It's it's. <laughs> I talked to Mike about this. I, I I'm not super down on him, but I'm also I understand when I watch him. I'm like, what is this guy doing out here? Does he know he's playing quarterback in the NFL at the moment? Um, yeah, <laughs> no, and he, it's amazing because I never thought he would be a fast guy. And you watch, and I don't. You watch him run, and he has these incredible runs, and he uh, he has this athleticism that we was never advertised, but he still isn't. Yeah, just under a hundred yards this week. Yeah, he he, and he, but he still isn't a good quarterback, and it's yeah. it's, a, it's amazing because it, like it doesn't make sense why he's not. Yeah. Besides like the all, turnovers, all the numbers. Yeah, I mean the fumbles are. You gotta hold on to the ball, like. That's, yeah. I mean that, that's Pop Warner stuff. You got to do that. But okay, well maybe next Thursday night I'll watch the game. I don't know. I, I I just can't I mean, buy into Thursday night games. It's so I hard. I support it. I support it. Don't worry about it. They're they're not they're not good games for the most part. You're not <laughs> um, missing much. So the first, well, I'll, I'll just start with the Sunday morning games. Um, okay. Bengals Bears. That, I mean, I'm not going to watch that. I'm certainly not going to watch that over Texans Browns, which is at the same time. But I do like I like Burrow. I I don't know if it's that the Vikings are that bad. Or if the Bengals are actually not as bad as we thought. Did you watch the Bengals Vikings game last week? I caught the tail end of it, so not, I didn't watch a ton. But with 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 that being said, I think that you're right. You're right on the money there. This is if the Bengals win this game, I think we can really say that we can. This will really move us to the favorite point where Bengals might be good. Um, but it's hard to say at this point. Uh, yeah. Burrow, love him as a quarterback. I like their wide receivers. Um, I think that they're, 
I think their skill position players are really are really good, and if the, and if Burrow is able to do what he's doing, that offense is going to be is going to keep them in games. And so, yeah. honestly, I'm excited for them. I they might be my uh, hashtag league pass team <laughs> for the <Okay>. season because <laughs> I think because I, I do like Burrow, and I think that the way he distributes the ball is just it's. I mean, it has the potential to be some level of transcendent, and yeah. so. And so I'm I'm just excited for it, and I, so I think that I do think that they win. See, this I game. think if the, um, you like them over the Bears, oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think the Bears are a mess right now. Um, but I was thinking with the Bengals because I'm also looking at the game right below it. It kind of just clicked. Are the I I could see them being like the Browns from two years ago, where they've got good skill position guys, they've got all the fun things that everybody gets excited about but they just don't have like the like the fundamental stuff like offensive line their offensive line still does not look Atrocious. good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going to get tested this week against the Bears I don't think just unless cuz all you have to do is double Khalil Mack and you're set. Yeah, um, oh for sure. But yeah, I don't think they're going to get tested too bad this week. And then I don't know I don't have their schedule the rest of their schedule in front of me, but yeah, I think they're a couple years away from actually being pretty good if they could get a couple more pieces on their both sides of the line um their secondary is not terrible but yeah i could see them being a fun team in a couple years but i definitely have them over the bears this week yeah and i I think i think you're right with your assessment too i think that they might be um at best a year from a year away yeah Um, and so yeah and i think i think identifying them with those really with that really fun brown season um, they could, I could see them totally pulling off a fun Brown season and then having another rough year and then figuring it out. That just, that, that trajectory makes too much sense to me. So, yeah. Um, next game we want to talk about, uh, Texans and Browns. First off, I want to discuss this, uh, this money line they've got on it. They have Cleveland as 13 point favorites in this game. I <laughs> I don't know if they watched the game. Like they looked okay against the the Chiefs last week. The Chiefs looked sloppy more so than the Browns looked good. Um, and I don't want to get too excited about my team yet, but we did look scrappy and we we did the smart things. I think the Browns are still that team where they're still the Browns and they're still going to make dumb choices and do dumb things and dumb things are going to happen during their games, just in general. Yeah. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely think that I can that tracks for me. I think that I will, I will say that the, the, like the Texans are a professional football team, right? Mm-hmm. The the Browns are a professional football team. Professional football teams aren't going to consistently be other professional professional football teams by thirteen points. Right. That, that's just that I I think that that's a huge line. I would I would stay away from it because I can see it going <laughs> really both ways. Vegas is good at their job. Shock, shocker. Yeah, right. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but with that being said, like when you look when you look at it, they're I mean, Baker, I'm not sold on Baker. I think I think the one problem I have for the Browns is that I he needs to show me something this season. I don't want to pay him from what I've seen, right? Like oh, no. I think that you oh, have no. to because I think competent well maybe you don't. That's the hard thing, right? Competent quarterback play is seems to be getting easier and easier to get. Yeah. Yeah, I mean But maybe we're just having a few good How years, much right? different we, would it we, be? You see the NFL. 
Yeah, I mean, how much different would they be playing right now if they had Tyrod instead of Baker Mayfield? Like, the what Tyrod did last week for us, now granted, it's with it, it was against the Jags, but how much better could Baker have done in the same situation? Well, and I, I mean, I, this, this I, I think you're right. I think that like someone like Tyrod, I, I would probably, uh, I'm not as high on Tyrod as you are right now. I would say, but I would, <laughs> <laughs> to put it diplomatically, but, I'm riding uh, the high right now. <laughs> no, and I support you in that. I support you 100 percent in that. But I would say that uh, at the end of the day, like Baker, when it was put up or shut up time, the they just turned the defense turned up for the chiefs yeah. and tore him apart. And yeah, if I'm the Browns, I have to look, be looking at the, I have to be looking at this and saying, this guy's not taking us to a super bowl. No, no big moments. He seems to pee down his leg every single time. I don't think he's the one to take you all the way. And they have, I mean, they almost have a super bowl caliber team. I would say, I don't think they're going to beat, you know, let's say the bucks, go to the Super Bowl again, Browns don't stand a chance. But mm-hmm. they're they're a competent team and I think I think you're right that I mean it starts at the top with Baker, so if he's not gonna get the job done, that's gonna have trickle down effects on the rest of the team. So yeah, I think yeah, you're absolutely right. And 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 the other other important thing is we're grading them against the Chiefs. We're grading them against the Bills. We're grading yeah. them against these top teams that we think have the opportunity to beat these teams. And when we're talking about playoffs and about being a, a consistently good team, I don't see, even if, like we just saw that you said, I think you said Kansas City had a sloppy game. I think you're absolutely correct. That even as these teams have sloppy games, when the Browns should win a game, when they need to win this game for morale, yeah. for the for what they can believe in the future for the season, and they can't do it because Baker. I don't think I don't. The offense is helping him do things. I don't think he's doing things. So, I think you're totally right. I think that the Texans are going to look uh, the dreaded frisky word. They're going to look frisky. Woo! Uh, <laughs> I'm ready for frisky. That's all I ask for. All I ask for is frisky. I'll take it. Yeah, I think they'll look frisky. But at the end of the day, I do think the Browns don't. I don't think they win easily. But I think that like. The game is never in crazy question, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think you're. I I think we can hang with them for the first half, and I think the second half it gets away from us. Um, yeah, that I think Stefanski's too good of a coach. I although I do love Cully. Somebody called him uh, the Ted Lasso of the NFL on the sports radio down here the other day, and I was loving that. Did you see I him on the so. sideline? He's just smiling the whole time. <laughs> excited. They had him mic'd up. He was just telling everybody how important they are to the team. He was like, no, it's not just about the, the numbers and everything like that. You're important to this team. I'm like, hell yeah, look at this guy. <laughs> it's, it's so nice compared to staring at Bill Brown looking like he just dropped a log in his pants every <laughs> single game the whole time. Oh, I'm so glad he's gone. Well, and I would love and honestly, this is the type of guy you want to root for, right? Yeah. No one wanted no one wanted that Texans job. And he said to himself, you know, I've had a good career. The one thing I haven't done has been an NFL head coach. I'm gonna go do it. Yeah, and I would love, I would love for him just to like find a place, have a good career, because I think it'll point more to the fact that also like what makes a good head coach mm-hmm. isn't necessarily what people are looking for exactly. when they're hiring, right? And so looking for yeah, these I guys, mean, look, that... at, 
Look at him compared to Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury is technically like a he's like a genius technician as a coach, but as a head coach, he just does dumb things, and he's just I don't I I, I don't know if he's as positive as uh, David Coley, but yeah, you're right. What if there's different things to look for in a head coach? Yeah, and I think that, and I I honestly would love to root for him. I want him to have a I. I would love for the Texans to fall backwards into the right coach for them and and for developing a culture. Even if yeah. he's not the one that finishes it out, I think that I think that's I think that everyone here would be happy with that story. Yeah, we we love him here so far. Um but I've talked about my team too much so far. Let's move, <laughs> let's move on to some other games. Um okay. we're next up I've got Rams Colts. Um could be interesting but it could be another rams blowout because i think carson Wentz is just a god-awful quarterback at this point yeah i'm, I'm there with you i think um i i i think we already kind of hit on this in our earlier conversations i'm a lot higher on the rams than you are i think they're yeah. gonna hurt the colts i think it's gonna be painful <laughs> I, I mean i like i still like the colts defense a little bit more and they still got a a pretty good offense is Nelson is Quentin Nelson back yet or is he he's still out I think he's still out let me um now I'm thinking um because they they gave us that that stupid six to twelve weeks like yeah <laughs> like yes. just a ridiculous timeline and so Wentz is back but he's not and they have the same injury yeah it's that same so. timeline I got for A&M with our quarterback <laughs> un- indefinitely six to twelve weeks great so no it's, idea but yeah, yeah Wentz is Wentz is bad. Yeah, one hundred percent. And I, I just think that I think that it's gonna, I think that Ramsey and uh, Donald are going to be enough to just make that offense not work. I, yeah. I, so. Um, yeah, three and a half, three and a half for the Rams. I would take the over on that one. Pretty as, as much agree. as I don't trust them, I would take that. Um, next game up, I've got Bills Dolphins here. Now this one could be good. Um, I really like the Dolphins' defense. Still, um, they looked they looked okay against the Pats. I mean, they did a serviceable job. A serviceable job. They did enough to win uh, the Bills, as you said. But like you're saying earlier, though, when we talked about them, they're due for a comeback, and the Dolphins are the perfect team to do it against. No, absolutely. I think that I think the, I have the game as a toss up personally. I think it's I could see it going either way, but this is the perfect time for the, the Bills to say, "Hey, we weren't with the team we were last week. The fact of the matter is, we're going to win this division, and this is the winner take all for the division for me." I think yeah. that right now they're this is the team that's going to establish that they're the front runner. Whoever wins this game, I agree. They've got one more. You know, I don't know when they play next, but yeah, I I think these are going to be the two. I think they could both make the playoffs easily. I, I see either one of them getting a wild card spot. Um, if Tua continues to improve, we'll see what he does. The Bills' defense doesn't look anywhere near what it did a couple of years ago when they were riding high. But yeah, yeah, and they did a lot in the offseason to bolster up that line too. And they just they couldn't do anything against the Pittsburgh line. It didn't seem. No, I I I, I honestly the like. It's hard to say against that Steelers defense, but I think this team has decided that they're an offensive team. People are really high on Rousseau and um, Epineza, I believe is, is who I'm thinking of, um, who is the Iowa the Iowa guy they drafted in the first 
first or second round. Two, oh uh, yeah, two yeah. years ago. They're high on those guys. They're supposed to. Be, they're supposed to be good. There are people are talking about how there's going to be a lot of a going to be a pretty good comeback for that defensive line. But you're right. The defense hasn't shown out. The defense. The defense isn't what we remember them being, and they've become an offensive team. So, um. So I, I think that you're I think you're totally right that this is I think this will be a very good litmus test for both these teams so we really know where they're at I think the Dolphins did well last week and um, this would just prove that result but so yeah hard to say I'm, I'm, I'm excited a, for it I'm actually going to take the Dolphins in this one I think you're right it's a toss up but I think with the advantage we just saw Josh Allen throw it 50 times last week if he's going to try and throw 50 times against Xavier Howard and um, Byron Jones, he's he's going to be in a world of hurt. <laughs> so, good luck. Absolutely. To him. Imagine, but imagine being a freaking Bills fans or a Jets fan. Like I know. you're playing Belichick and Belichick Jr. Yeah, four times yeah, a season. Like, <laughs> I know you got Flores. Oh, I love Flores. <laughs> he's a good I'm, coach. He's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm so mad. It's at it's at the same time. I oh, might have yeah. to go. I might have to go to the bar tomorrow. We'll see. Um, <laughs> Um, after that, I've got. Speaking of Patriots, uh, we got Patriots Jets up next. I think that's pretty obvious. Um, I've got Patriots pretty easily. It should in that be a one. slaughter. It yeah. should be a slaughter if everything goes the way we expect. Um, my only observation is don't read into the future based off this game. I just don't think the teams are comparable in any way. Right. Yeah. I mean, the Jets. <laughs> they just. I mean, like we talked about earlier, they kind of got decimated by injuries. Um, what kills me about this though is that the Pats fans are gonna take this game and say, oh, Mac Jones, see, he's so much better than Zach Wilson. They're, they're going to feed into that narrative, and, oh, it's going to make me so mad. Oh, well, I and this it. is the thing, right? Like, I like Mac Jones. I want to like Mac Jones. I want him to have a fun career. I'm excited for him. And these Pats fans want to ruin something that we all, like, I think most <laughs> people would be okay with. Exactly. Like, guys. <laughs> let us, let us enjoy him. Because I, I already hate him, and I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, the last two weeks of media has made me really dislike him and it has nothing to do with him. Cause I liked it, him. <laughs> it's exactly what I told Mike last week. I said, I loved him until he got drafted by the Patriots and y'all started running your mouth after the third week of preseason. It's, oh, yeah. it's a shame because I do like, I'm the same way. I want to like him, but God, they just ruin it for everybody. <laughs> um, so we got, yeah, Pat's pretty easily. They've got a, they're six point favorites in there. I might even take that if I was if I was a betting man. I I would take that, and you know I hope Vegas proves me wrong. But I I think I think they could have put ten, and I would have been pretty. I would have been considering it in my like I know that's high, but I would have been considering it. Yeah, that'd be closer right there. That'd have been a better line. Um, next up, we got Forty ers Eagles. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah, that's I, that's uh, my notes for this game. Game I literally put really interesting matchup. Yeah, <laughs> my <laughs> my initial thoughts are the Niners, but at the end of the day, I think they both defeated overmatched opponents, and it'd be fun to see myself prove one way or the other on either of these teams. Yeah, I I want to see what I'm going to be watching for is see what Jalen Hurts can do. Last week, I don't think he proved anything by beating the hell out of the Falcons. They're <laughs> no. they're the Falcons. Um, what he does against this defense, I know they're not, they've been dealing with injuries too, so this may not even be the week for him to prove it, but I still think they're they're competent enough to where he should, he should be able to prove something against them. 
yeah, no, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm definitely there with you. I think that, I think the Niners are a better team. I think, I mean, they're just in the worst division ever. Like it's really a bummer yeah. for all those teams, right? I think the Niners are a better team. I think that we could see every, <laughs> we could see every uh, NFC West play team going out of this week two and zero, right? <laughs> Yeah, that's so, that's in the preview. I was like, I don't know who's gonna win this. I picked Seahawks because I just threw spaghetti against the wall and they were the noodle that stuck. Um, exactly. I mean, that's how exactly how I feel about this game too. I would, I guess you're right. I would take the Niners. Uh, gun to my head, I would take them over the Eagles because I don't, I just don't trust the Eagles yet. Yeah. But yeah, we'll see on that one. That's 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 gonna be a fun game. Well, and this is and this is the other part. We talked about how much we don't, both of us don't like Wentz, right? Mm-hmm. If, like, if 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 Hurts just keeps on proving this Eagles team, everyone loved for years, and they just never were as good after that Super Bowl as we thought they would be or should be, right? And so, and may and maybe that team, that organization, is as good as we think they are, and Hurts just puts the team together. I would, I mean, and that's the, I think that's the real concern there is that maybe they just had to get that culture change because Wentz was that toxic. And so, really excited about it. I, I do yeah. think the Niners win, but I hope it's a close game. Yeah. Um, next one up, we got Raiders-Steelers. This could be another fun one. This is a, what a good couple of weeks to start the season. <laughs> yeah, um, it's really fun. Yeah, the NFL is really fun again. I'm, I'm happy. I, I haven't been this excited about a season, even though my team is awful in a long time. Um, Raiders-Steelers. I I don't trust the Raiders to do well two weeks in a row like that. I don't think they're going to pull something off two weeks in a row. They're still the Raiders. Yeah, I'm there with you. I think they're still the Raiders. My only my only response to that is though I don't that Steelers offense is bad. Yeah, it's really bad, and I do think that Raiders offense is really good. And I know the Steelers defense is incredible, but I I could see the Raiders offense being good enough to beat that beat the Steelers offense. Well, they don't know if Jacobs is going to play. I think he. Wait, I think he's, he's out. out. Yeah, he's out. And I'm quite happy as a uh, as a uh, Kenyan Drake Drake fantasy owner. So. Oh, there you go. Well, you know, <laughs> not rooting for injuries, but you know, I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not displeased. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I picked Josh Jacobs to have a bounce back year, so I'm pretty pretty pissed about that. But what are you going to do? Um, yeah. yeah, I'd take the Steelers in that one. Just defense alone, I'd take them. Yeah, no, I think I think that they should, by all means, they should win this game. And if they're actually the team that they showed they were last week, then it shouldn't be that close. Yeah, do not take them six and a half points, though. Do not take the Steelers as six and a half point favorite. <laughs> uh, not with that offense. They might win by a safety. Who knows? Yeah, whatever you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> next up, uh, we've got Saints-Panthers. Um, I'm more interested in this game after week one. We saw what they could both do. Um, I want to see if the Saints can repeat it. Yeah. I, as as I said before, I'm a I've been a Jameis fan since college. Um, I think he had he had bad luck in Tampa Bay. He didn't have eyesight. <laughs> when he finally got his eyes now, he's got his team. It's pretty clear it's his team. It's not Taysom Hills. Uh, but you're right about that Panthers offense or defensive line. They're they're tough. Brian Burns, that's a man right there. Yeah. No, I I agree with the overall thought process. I I think the double edged sword of our conversation about uh, about the Packers is that 
I mean, the Saints could be great. The mm-hmm. Packers could have just literally imploded and had a terrible week one and they're going to be okay. Like, we don't know. or And it's hard to say exactly how good this team is. And so the Panthers, I think the Saints win. Um, I want to say the Saints win big, but I honestly could see it going the other way because I do feel that um, that defensive line is really solid and, McC- and McCaffrey is enough to keep get, have a confident offense. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't know if that... I mean, the Saints defense did well enough to make Rodgers look like a fool. So we'll see what they can do. I mean, they're playing against Sam Darnold this week. So <laughs> <laughs> he might be seeing some ghosts again. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that one, I think I'm definitely going to take the Saints, though. Especially yeah. as three point favorites. Take I would take them as three point favorites. Oh, three points. Yeah. yeah I, hadn't, I hadn't looked at the line on that one. And if you're telling me three points, <laughs> I'm taking yeah. the Saints every day. Yeah. Um, next up, this is going to be a rough one to watch. We finally got our, <laughs> our first rough one to watch. Uh, Broncos, Jaguars. Uh, I mean, Broncos are. I'm clearly picking them, but it's going to be it's going to be an ugly game. I think it's going to be a long game for Trevor Lawrence. I think that we might be we might be see, we might see him follow in Peyton Manning's footsteps with a historic amount of interceptions to start his career. I just. I think that this Broncos defense is really good. I think they're going to hurt. Him. I think he's, I think they're going to rush him. I think I he could have another two, three interceptions in this game. And yeah, that's it was yeah. it was weird watching that game because he just seemed like his timing was like two seconds off on everything. Yeah, and I I don't know if he was just trying to force throws because he's used to being able to do that against different competition, and he'll just uh, eventually. I mean, Urban Meyer is a good coach, so you'd think he'd be able to tell him, like, hey, you see what happened last week? Don't do this crap again. <laughs> so, who knows? He may turn it around. I'm not as high on that Broncos defense, but I think they're still – I mean, they're better than the Texans defense, so I don't I don't think it's going to be better for him this week. Yeah, no, I, I'm definitely there with you, and I think that when you consider just how, like, I hope – like. We both, with just how they performed against the Texans. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a long season. Well, there's there's six points. They're giving the Broncos six points. I don't feel comfortable enough to take them as six point favorites. I know it's it should be pretty easy to, but I don't. I think Trevor Lawrence is good enough to where I'm not. I'm not giving a team like the Broncos six points on him. Yeah, no, I, I think that um, I think the Broncos' Achilles' heel is that they should have taken Justin Fields. Yes, I mean, <laughs> like it's, you it's, look at it, and you're just like, well, your team is really like I think like I, I'm I'm pretty high on their defense. I think their he- defense is very solid, and if you had a running quarterback that like with those wide receivers, oh, they've got Teddy. Well, and Teddy's good, and Teddy's and Teddy's perfectly fine, right? Like I think mm-hmm. I think. I think but that's I just think perfect that that... way to describe him. He's perfectly fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, and that's when we're talking about this league average quarterback, like Teddy compared to like Mayfield. Mayfield, yeah. right? Um, the fact of the the fact of the matter is that I just uh, this this Broncos team with a slightly better quarterback would be so interesting to me. But you're right; it's hard to take them against anyone with by more than six points because we don't know what that offense is going to produce. And yeah, they also just defense. lost Jerry Judy too. Yeah, oh well, yeah, and that's a huge. I mean, Jerry Judy, um, yeah. he's was... he was big for them last week. <laughs> he's, yeah, he was big for them. So, um, so yeah, 
uh, next up, we got Vikings Cardinals. I I'm taking the Cardinals pretty easily here. I don't think the Vikings are very good. I think their window is passed. Yeah, I agree, and I I think the this will tell us this will just com- I'm hoping that this just confirms what we saw last week that they're a really good team. Yeah, I think Kyler's back. Their defense, like I said, with JJ and uh, Chandler Jones on either end, um, Isaiah Simmons looks good again. Uh, they still got Buda Baker. Um, yeah, I think they're I think they're a good defense, and the offense is enough to scare some teams and to really throw them off their game. Uh, they're getting three and a half points. I would take that definitely yeah. over the Vikings. Um, next up, we got Falcons Bucks. That's another pretty easy one for me to pick. Uh, clearly, the Bucks. The Falcons looked just terrible last week. I, I mean, I, I think Matt Ryan is cooked. I think I said it last week before we talked about the games. I think he's done for at this point in his career. Uh, playing against the Bucks defense, I don't think he's got a shot. Yeah, the only shot he has is that the Buccaneers, for whatever reason, like to play with their food. Mm-hmm. And so, and not that that means they're going to win the game, but I could see it being closer than it has any right to be. That's um, true. But at the end of the day, Buccaneers win. Um, the One of the lessons that I had from last week that I don't think we mentioned was that I think that the Buccaneers and the Chiefs are so good that they're acting like NBA teams in the regular season. Yeah, I see. I think the Chiefs are just getting used to their new team. And I'll talk about mm-hmm. them once we get to them. But I think the Bucks are definitely like that, where they're not going to put the foot all the way down on the gas in week one or week two early in the season. I think they're just going to do what they need to do to win and then get closer to playoff time, they'll turn it on. But yeah. uh, that being said, they're 12.5-point favorites, as we mentioned with the Texans-Browns game. Hard to hard to justify that many points being given to a team. They're both professionals. I wouldn't, I wouldn't bet a 12 and a half point spread on any. Game. No, no, no. Especially with how we, how sloppy they were against the Cowboys. Yeah. And it's week so. two. Don't, don't overreact like we've been so far in this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like I have anyway. Um, <laughs> next up, we got Cowboys chargers. Um, I'm really excited for this. I The Chargers were my team I picked from the beginning of the year. Like, okay, I don't want to watch the Texans because it's going to be bad, so I'm going to watch the Chargers. I love Herbert. I love that the whole Chargers team. Um, that being said, the Cowboys are still, as much as I hate them, they're still a confident offensive team. Their defense looked a little bit better last week, but I, I'm still taking the Chargers over them. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you. I think, I mean, Dak is obviously incredibly dynamic, um, and that offense is really good. But I think that we might just see Herbert prove he's a better player this week as well. Yeah. I think that I think Herbert is just I, – I am continually impressed with him, even when he has a rough game. Like, not even a rough game, but, like, last week was nothing incredible. But whether it wasn't anything that you would think was that transcendent, but then you look at what he was doing on third down, you're like, this guy is a whole other level of – quarterback yeah it's amazing and i i think that this might this this game might be a point where we where we where we point him to like where he entered that that upper echelon of quarterbacks and we look back on this season i agree i think so at the beginning of the year we did like a an award show preview and one of my dark horses was herbert for mvp this could be one of those games like they go out there and just make the cowboys look foolish and he has a big game he 
could be climbing up those numbers. So I hope everybody took him early if he does have that big game. Because <laughs> this, this would be the one that really shoots his odds down. Uh, oh, they're all, they're getting three points against them. Um, I think it's a close enough game. I think it's a field goal game. I wouldn't take three points. If it was two, two and a half, maybe you could tease it down. I wouldn't take them at three. Completely there with you. I think this Cowboys offense is so good that they're going to be in almost every game, even if they're not. I, I, I don't see them. <laughs> for some reason, they just I mean, they don't have that winner gene that I no. see. But, for, but I think that they're going to be competitive in every game I watch. Absolutely. Um, next game, I've got Titan Seahawks. Um, I won't be as mean because the Titans are your team. Oh, no. <laughs> be a little bit nicer. Go in on them. I don't care. I like it. I think the Seahawks are going to blow them out. Yeah. I, the Titans defense is just abysmal. And the Seahawks offense is, especially at the beginning of the year, is is on a whole different level than everybody else. So give me Seahawks. They're giving them six and a half. But I, yeah, I would take that six and a half with the Seahawks. No, I, I would completely agree. And I, the way I see this game is it's a must-show-up game for the Titans. I don't think they have to win. I think they have to show that they yeah. are a playoff, that they at least can like hang with the team, right? Keep it um, close. <laughs> yeah, they need to keep it close. Um, and because 0-2, I think the important thing to remember is 0-2 isn't insurmountable. It's a 17-game 17, 17 season now. And that Especially division, in this is division is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It, so they just need to show that they belong on the field of the Seahawks and they're going to be okay. But I think the Seahawks will. Yeah, I think so. I mean, seven and 10 could easily win this division. I think. Unfortunately. <laughs> oh, we're like so it. bad. We're so we're bad. So... Um, But yeah, I think we both got the Seahawks there. Um, yeah. Next one up Sunday night football. We got Chiefs Ravens. I think when they made the schedule, it was going to be a way better game. And now <laughs> I, I don't trust the Ravens at all. They look... Did you watch the, the Monday night game with them and the Raiders? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it was, again, one of those incredibly fun games, but... <laughs> are, are we sure... What I came away with it is, are we sure Lamar is good? Is he... Like, he looked like playoff Lamar last week. Well, Peyton Manning doesn't think so. Well, I mean, yeah. do you look at his face the whole time? Yeah. <laughs> he was so mad at the end of the game. He was yeah. freaking out. Um, but yeah, no, I think you're right. I think that, like, I don't, this Ravens team isn't built the way that it was to let Lamar do what he's been doing to win games. Yeah. I mean, it he, doesn't help that they're all hurt either. Yeah. Oh, no, for sure not. And I think, I think that. I think they need an all-time Lamar game to keep this even close, right? I think Lamar just needs to just run up and down the field, be accurate with his passing. I think you need to see. I think we need to see Tyson Williams having a really having some big runs for this team and be a competitive game. Yeah, I mean, he could have an all-time game, but he's still playing against Pat Mahomes on the other end. So, <laughs> yeah, who is an, who is an alien? And <laughs> yes, yeah, best of luck to him. Um, yeah. they've got they've got Chiefs as a three and a half point favorite here. I'm I would take them more. It, even though you said, as you said earlier, they're kind of playing with their food a little bit. I think they're just adjusting to their new offensive line that they've got. Um, I think they're not trying to give away too much here at the beginning of the season, so that's why we're seeing them do the same old things that they did last year. You know, the the weird shovel pass to 
Kelsey as bodies are just flying everywhere and then boom, somebody's <laughs> coming away with the ball on the other side of the field. You don't even realize what's going on. But yeah, I like the Chiefs here. I would take them three and a half points. Easily. I think that and the the wonderful thing about Andy Reid is he gets better every week. Like we when we talk about him as a coach, like we we obviously give as much to Mahomes as we possibly can. But yep. the Mahomes Andy Reid marriage is probably the best in sports like as far as like match and fit and the fact of the matter is that they're going to have creative things they come up with every week and they're going and they're the ravens don't have with their deep with their with especially those injuries on the defense they don't have anything to slow them down and i don't think anyone does when they're on all when they're hitting all cylinders right and even the chiefs defense is so much more improved than it was two years ago when they won the super bowl so they're a scary team. Um, the last game we've got this week, you know, we're going a little bit over an hour. I know Mike's going to be freaking out, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> last one, we've got a Monday night game. Monday night games going back to their roots with an awful game. We've got the Packers and the Lions. Um, they're giving the Packers 11 and a half points here, and we don't know what kind of team they're going to be this year, so... I I mean I think they're definitely going to beat the Lions because the Lions look like they may be the only team worse than the Texans this year. But it, I mean it'd be interesting to see it, how much Rodgers bounced back in week 2. I mean like I think you're right, but again for uh, if we're going to be team chaos here, let's just uh, <laughs> let's just hope that uh, some kneecaps get bitten and <laughs> Yeah, I'm, and those and somehow the Lions pull it out. It'd be quite fun. I'm all for the. Oh my god, can you imagine just the madness if the Lions end up winning this game, or even keeping it really close? If it comes down to a field goal at the end, oh, the mockery that's going to happen in that group. If Rodgers didn't come out there and throw 300 yards, three, four touchdowns, and look like a competent quarterback again, well, I mean, we're going to feast on that group again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> I think it's gonna be. Uh, I don't. I don't think there's. A, I think, like you said, there's not a ton to say. It's just gonna be. <laughs> yeah. That being said, the Packers are still gonna win that game. <laughs> but <laughs> but at least good, it'll be interesting until kickoff. Once kickoff happens, it'll probably be a little less interesting because the Packers are gonna do Packers things, and um, we'll see. Yeah. But that'll do it for the games this week. Um, did you have anything else that you're looking forward to and? overall for this week you know i think we hit i think we pretty much hit it all i'm honestly just i think as you said i think this is a great slate of games like even when we're looking at this chiefs ravens game where we're talking like oh this isn't as good as it should be it's still gonna be a really fun game this week we have so many fun things to watch like the nfl spoiling us and i i missed it and i'm so glad it's back yes oh my god last week was all day football and i haven't I haven't really had a season like that in a while where I've been like, okay, all day long for week one, I'm going to sit down and just watch football. But between my team being bad, so I wanted to watch all the games and my team actually playing well. So I was like, okay, now I'm going to watch all the games because I'm excited about football again. Um, A&M looks good. Uh, football is just going to be fun this year. Football is going to be really fun. How's BYU look? Oh, man, BYU. So... We had our we had lost to Utah nine games straight before this last week, and so we beat them. They're a top twenty five team. We beat them pretty soundly. Um, the game was closer than it actually was. 
the final score was. We're ranked number 23, I believe, and we're playing the number 21 team. Nice. Uh, so this week with Arizona State, so I'm enjoying every second of it. It's uh, We're now part of the Big 12, even though your, your A&M Aggies left us uh, <laughs> long ago. Long ago, we have come to, f- to f- fill in your spaces. Yeah. So. <laughs> we're... Everybody else is leaving. Got the Big 12, I love what it's turning into. It's going to be... It's going to be interesting to see what that division ends up looking like. I want to see U of H in there. They're my backup team because obviously, you know, Houston. But yeah, Big 12 could be fun again because it's not just TU bullying everybody again. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm i there with you. So I think it'll be, I think it's going to be a fun division. I think they're religious rivalries. I could have some really fun names and we could have some really fun, we could create some fun stuff there. And oh yeah, you've got TCU and... <laughs> Who else is going in there? Baylor. Baylor. I mean, we missed out on SMU uh, just to get a little bit more uh, yeah, <laughs> to get the Methodist think... and Mormon by that. But... <laughs> I don't think we're missing out on anything in those games. but <laughs> No, no, not at all. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, college football is fun, too. I'm excited for that. But, hey, man, I appreciate you coming on. Um, we'll let Mike have fun editing this hour, over hour-long one. Um, he'll be, he'll hopefully <laughs> Sorry, be Mike. No, no, he's fine. <laughs> um, hopefully he's back next week. If not, I hope you join us again, Bryce, because this was a lot of fun. Absolutely, dude. Always happy to. Um, happy to be a guest or anything when, with any anything you guys are working on. But it's been real fun. And appreciate your time. Yes, yeah, sir. We'll talk to you on the group, all right? All right. Sounds good.